on last week's episode of Living the Dream. What I wanted to talk to you about a little bit was uh, the idea of sacrifice. And just for everybody that's listening, the reason I wanted to talk about it is because I think there's a lot of misconception. There's a lot of bad information and even entitlement around the idea of suffering. I think that a lot of us can get into things ourselves like, you know, six years from now, me eating donuts every day. You know, I have diabetes and I'm maybe overweight and things like that. Yeah. And now all of a sudden I'm looking for some type of payment for my suffering. And that's not the type of suffering that brings about success. It is giving up of things. Things, and I know you have to give up mentalities and even time, things like and that. And even friends. Yeah, absolutely. And even friends and sometimes even loved ones, which is a big conversation mm-hmm. that I think a lot of people don't want to have. You know, it's like, I'm not saying that anybody has to intentionally say goodbye to people that they love, but, you know, if someone's not behind you, whether they're blood or they're not blood, you know, you just have to really ask yourself, like, why would you stay close in that relationship? Welcome to an I Exist podcast. Our entire mission can be summed up in one phrase, becoming all that we are. It is our belief that fulfillment doesn't come from changing into things you aren't, but rather from becoming everything that you already are. And ultimately, we're here to press and empower you to lead lives that are full of fulfillment. We've dedicated this specific podcast to the dream, not to having the dream or even talking about the dream, but to living the dream. The reality is that there's a stark difference between having a dream and manifesting one. Here you'll gain insight and wisdom keys directly from some of the water walkers of our generation, dream practitioners, those who have decided to tread paths where there were none, to step out into only what they could see. Come take a peek into the minds of some who, from within, create our world's most magnificent realities. I'm the creator and host, Brian Farr, and this is the Living the Dream podcast. All right, welcome to episode 42 of Living the Dream, the podcast. I am your host, Brian Farr. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate all of the shares, comments, and ratings on and for the podcast. For those of you who have done so, and listen, if you have not, don't be shy in doing so. You can leave a rating and a comment on the podcast listening platform of your choice at any time. If you're listening now, go ahead and do so, especially if this isn't your first episode or your first experience with the podcast. As always, anytime you share, like, comment, rate, and interact with me or the podcast, anything, you're helping to trigger algorithms in the way that will push this content which I feel is very needed and have heard that it is needed to more and more people who will also be able to benefit from the same content that you are able to enjoy on a weekly basis. So thank you for doing all of that in advance. I'm going to continue to push for those responses because I truly believe this is a necessary podcast and I'm doing all that I can to ensure that what is being presented here is going to be applicable information that will allow you, that will enable you, that will empower you to live your dream. And just for those of you who don't believe that it's possible to live a dream, to live your dream, I want to challenge you to open your mind Not so that you can particularly see a different world, but so that you can see the world around you differently. Open your mind to possibilities and not to just seeing problems. Open your mind to positivity and not just reacting to negative events that will continue to go on for the rest of your life. It is what it is. 
That's the way it will be. But you don't have to be a part of the problem. You can be a part of the solution. You can be an answer. And that in and of itself will allow you to live a dream that most don't. You can be an answer. I also want to encourage you to follow me on both Instagram and Facebook. You can interact with me personally there or in those places. I'll be happy to answer your questions and also be able to share things that you'll only be able to see on the outside of this platform so you can get to know me personally somewhat there. I also want to let you know that I do have coaching services available right now. It is an absolute passion of mine to assist others in not only formulating or discovering, but also building their dream or dreams. And if you're looking for the type of personal partnership that will allow you to have someone to talk through things with, open up to about barriers that may be consistently, constantly holding you back from the dream that you desire, whether that be in your family life or career life or anything like that. And also pointing out blockages and barriers that you may not have known were there, are there, while at the same time pointing you towards solutions and practical aids that can be applied to your life almost immediately so that you can begin to overcome those barriers and get you to a life fulfilled. I am here for that. I've personally called myself for years an identity coach. And the reason being is because what you have, what you're able to accomplish will always come as a direct result of who it is that you really are. Who it is that you believe you are at the core is going to produce whatever results you have in your life currently and moving forward. And so if you want to change those results, you have to change your identity, not just what you call yourself, but who you are, which is all about aligning your belief with who it is that you were always intended to be. You were always intended to be healthy. You were always intended to be rich, not to only be blessed, but also to be a blessing to others. And so when you can properly align yourself with those truths of who you are, you can find those results in your life. Listen, no matter what you think, the truth of the matter is that there are other people in this world who are not getting the results you are getting, who are actually getting way better results than you are, than the ones that you complain about and that you have to live in constantly. And contrary to popular belief, it's not because they are better than you, but it's because they believe better than you. They know better than you. And can, therefore, behave better than you. Be, have. Be, better, have, better. Their behavior, behavior is different. And so if you're interested in life transformation on that level through coaching, you can always reach out to me at Brian Farr on the social media networks I gave to you earlier and also at becomingallthatweare.com. You'll find something special there. I have what's called the Fresh Start Program that you'll want to get into. If you're interested in changing who you be so that you can have differently, I know that's not proper English. It's just how I wanted to say it. Thank you for doing that in advance because when you reach out to take care of yourself, it also becomes a blessing not only to those around you, but to even me. Trust me, you don't know what it means to others when you decide to take care of yourself. It's encouraging. It's motivating. It's inspiring when you choose to do the right thing, even for yourself, to others. So again, thank you for choosing to do that. All right, so I want to jump in just for two seconds on a particular subject that I know and believe will take your business, life, endeavors to an entirely new level. And that subject is encompassed in the idea of going the extra mile. I don't know if you've heard the saying before, but I've heard it said that once you go the extra mile, there's no more traffic left. 
and for some of you to take your business ideas, your existing business, your family life, your job, your career to the next level, you're going to have to begin to be comfortable with the idea of going the extra mile. Going the extra mile is not just a conversation about going farther, going better, going bigger than anybody else or the majority of other people. At its core, quote, going the extra mile is a conversation about excellence and what it means to be excellent in all of our endeavors. It doesn't just mean that we're trying to beat everyone else out. As a matter of fact, I don't necessarily endorse that thinking, although I do believe in healthy competition and how it's great for us to have peers who sharpen us and make us want to go farther and things like that. Not to kill them, but to enhance one another. But at the root is this foundational principle of excellence, which really could also be described as going farther than you thought you could go towards a particular goal or within a certain assignment, etc. So let's say you have an assignment to clean the house before guests come over in two days. I would guess that the average majority of us who make up the human population in this world would wait to the last minute, therefore having to rush, therefore not thoroughly cleaning everything, sweeping things under the rug, hiding clothes under the beds, throwing things in the garage that could be considered junk that was just taking up space in the house and you know that's going to be a safe place because hopefully no one passes through the garage or asks to see the garage or that new car you might have bought that's sitting in the garage. And that would make up most of us without going into any more detail about how all of that would go. There are others of you who would possibly plan to have a cleaner come through or cleaning company agency to take care of it for you because you don't wait to the last minute and you don't necessarily clean the best. Or even if you didn't hire someone, you clean early and you know they'll be there in two days. And so you take the time to clean thoroughly and you begin to get to the areas that the average majority don't even think is important, like under the couch and behind the TV and behind the fridge and underneath or behind the stove because normally there's a little bit of space through which crumbs and things like that or whatever you're cooking, the residue from whatever you're cooking can go through the cracks beside the stove and things like that and underneath the hood and even clean things like the garage. And I know we all have our biases depending on who it is that's coming into town or who it is that's visiting, but for the most part, the way you do one thing is how you're going to do everything. And so a person who is just that cleanly just at that level of excellence is going to do it regardless because it's their standard. And so you get all of the areas that most would deem as not important and spend the majority of your time during their visit hoping and praying they don't decide to swipe their finger across the top of a TV or cabinet or something like that where there's dust or maybe turn on a ceiling fan so that it can sling all of the dust that's been collecting up there around the room. You hope and pray that's not required of their time there so that they don't see it. This second group, you cover all of that. And so when the guest comes, they're pleased to see all of the crevices and corners that you were thoughtful enough to think about and clean before they got there so that their stay is as comfortable as possible. And then there's a third group who probably makes up the least of us in humanity, but they tend to go the extra mile. Believe it or not, I believe that we should hold that second group as the standard, even if we don't do it. I'm not saying that I always do it. I'm saying that we should hold that as the standard, that we should be thoughtful enough to take care of those things because the truth of the matter is that if life was a humongous dictatorship and you were in charge, we were in charge, that's what we would command of others, meaning that's how we would want to be treated when we arrived to someone's home. 
We would want somebody to at least have that standard upon our arrival so that our stay, our visit would be comfortable. We would want them to clean, sanitize, ensure that everywhere we lay, rest, visit would be a high standard of clean. Most of you feel this way when you go to hotels, etc. And so why require it if you are not willing to give it? But again, back to the third group. There are some of you who go above and beyond. And this is where we have people who, even if their parents are visiting, they go out and buy new towels, new wash rags. They make certain upgrades. They may wash the exterior of the house, clean the driveway, of course, have the lawn mowed, hedges trimmed, cleaned. And some of that may be a part of the second group. But for the sake of mentioning it, of course, this third group would also have those things covered. They'll also be willing to freshen up paint on the inside everywhere they deem it's necessary to have clean surfaces. And here's where it gets even more good. If there are people who require for all guests to not wear shoes, they'll go out and buy footies and socks or bedroom shoes, things like that. So that just in case their guest doesn't like to walk around shoeless or showing their feet that they're comfortable, they might go on YouTube, Pinterest or something like that. Find out how to fold one of those new towels and wash rags into some type of swan or something like that. Have it sitting, laying on the bed. They'll want to write a note and leave it on the bed for that person. They'll have the pool cleaned and ready. They'll have menus available, options for what the guests will be eating over the next few days. May hire a cook, etc. Maybe plan out some activities and things like that around their stay. And without going too much further into it. You're catching the drift of what I'm saying, that there's levels to this. And now my parents coming to see me at the house has now turned into my parents feeling like they're going on a trip to a resort. And check this out with what I have, not necessarily having to move into the 6,200 square foot house that I would like before I do these things, but using the 3,200 square foot house or the 1,200 square foot house that we have now and turning it into that resort feeling all by being willing to go the extra mile. Major key. And again, the foundation on that whole idea is just excellence, doing everything with care, precision, putting extra thought into things that others may not. And the truth of the matter is there's a lot of us who settled into the idea that that's not necessary. Oh, you don't need to go that far. And you got to be careful about being around people like that, especially when you're in business, when you are servicing others as your lifestyle, as your career, because way on the other end of the spectrum are those who cut corners. And what I'm telling you is that if you can adopt this way of lifestyle, this excellent lifestyle in one area of your life, it will carry over into the rest of your life. And no matter how other people treat their own lives or other people's lives, This adoption of excellence will not only enhance the quality of everyone's life around you, but also your own life. I'm a big believer in the excellent life. Although I have not, even on my own, always risen to certain standards that I would deem to be excellent. And if that's you, don't worry. Progress is the point. Go back and listen to that episode if you have not. That's the mark and you'll get there. But progress is the point. But listen to what I'm saying. You'll be surprised just how much farther ahead you can get that'll push you if you're just willing to go just that extra mile to take things farther than you thought you could even go to actually take the time to do things in a more excellent way. 
Listen, to be honest, if I told you all how long it takes me to produce some of this content that I'm putting out, how long it takes me to edit, to do things on the back end, or even produce the episode, I'm saying actually make it in the first place, record it. You all would think something's wrong with this guy for putting that much time into this one episode that who knows who's going to hear it. And I get it. I know there's always risk involved with that. And just like many of you who may be addicted to success or getting things exactly to how you want to see it or hear it, there's always that pressure to go backwards, to cater to those who may not actually care whether you sweep under the couch or behind the refrigerator or not. There are those people out there. There are people who do not care. And so if you want to use that as an excuse not to go the extra mile, sure, there's always an audience for that. There's always the cheaper route. There's always the way that excuses itself for cutting corners by saying things like, they won't know, they don't value it anyway, etc. But here's what I came to tell you. There's always an audience for excellence too. Major key. And some of you are not getting the clientele you want to get. You are not having the conversations you want to have. You are not having the interactions you want to have. You are not upping your level of business, getting into the right circles because they know excellence when they see it. They can smell it because if they are of that circle, of that echelon, they actually are it themselves most of the time. Unless someone snuck in there who won't be able to keep up the performance enough to stay there long. But this isn't a talk on class. This is about where you can go. And there are spaces reserved in this life only for those, only to those who are willing to go the extra mile. And sometimes when you look at this person being able to sell the same size handbag you are, and theirs is worth a whole lot more and has bigger clientele attached to it, they can charge more for it or something like that. Listen, I would ask you, have you looked into the process? Have you looked into what goes on behind the scenes? I can name a thousand luxury brands or a hundred if I delve deep enough into that realm to find them all, to discover them all. But the one that's coming to mind in this moment is called Fear of God, and it's created by a guy named Jerry Lorenzo. And this one in particular, because of the style of clothing and things like that, it's really sportswear. And the pieces are a lot of the times over a thousand dollars a piece. So we're talking about for a hoodie or jacket or a pair of pants sometimes a shirt, and you're spending into the thousands of dollars for one of those to be produced. And if you just maybe go on the website and through a particular lens, you may not feel it's worth all of that until you find out sometimes what goes into the process of having those things made. If you know luxury goods or goods at all, having something handmade is going to be more expensive than something that's made by a machine on a production line or something like that, etc. Having a thousand pieces versus one piece available is going to make a heck of a whole lot of difference, etc. But the point I want to make is, have you gone the extra mile? You're not going to be able to fool those people, those levels that you want to go to. I oftentimes see people saying that they want to be among the elite and be around the people who have made significant moves for themselves, for humanity a lot of times. But the question any one of us would need to ask ourselves is, are we of that group of people? Meaning, are you willing to do the same things? Are you willing to work just as hard, just as long, dedicate enough discipline into your life? And even as was stated in the last episode, are you willing to make those sacrifices? Go back and listen to that if you haven't. The willingness to go the extra mile is what often sets someone above what the rest are willing to do. 
Not only does that mean to keep going when you feel like quitting and things like that, but how excellent is what you're doing on a daily basis? How much time are you dedicating to ensure that you're going above and beyond, not only in just the couple businesses that might surround you right now, but expose yourself to some new things. I was exposed to a new restaurant through my wife recently and the levels that they were willing to go to to ensure that our experience was one of quality was something that I won't soon forget. It was my birthday and so all of the hostesses at the entrance were all queued to tell me happy birthday. They also had a card at the table. The guest experience was good. And so what I'm saying is some of you like to play in small pools and think, wow, if I'm better than that bread company, that's the same size as myself or whatever across the street. And you might be going the extra mile to them. There's another bread company across town who's exceeding the levels of excellence concerning their staffing and the way that they make sure all of the procedures are top notch. The systems are proficient. And on and on and on. But listen, there's always levels to which you can increase your excellence is my point. And if you're willing to, just like I said about the restaurant a second ago, you can create for others experiences that will not soon be forgotten. It's all in the details. It's all in your willingness to go above and beyond. And you think it may not pay off. But one of the greatest lessons I was able to sit in on years ago during like a staff training or something was one called It's Worth the Waste and where others think you're wasting time by going that far, by creating levels of excellence that others many times don't have any idea about. When you're going that far, you can also create a result that's far beyond what others will ever create because you are willing to go the extra mile. And this is not about competition. Again, this is about being able to reach heights that you never thought you could through the vein of excellence. Going above and beyond, not with what you wish you had, but with what you already have. Anything that people can say, oh, that's a waste of time. You don't need to do that. People don't know. It doesn't matter that you put two more hours. You spent two more hours into that editing process, into clarifying what needed to be said while the other person just turned over, woke up out of their sleep and just said what they needed to say. Those things will take you farther than you know they will. You know, Drake said something in one of his songs, and I hate that I quote him so much. Obviously, he's one of my favorite artists of the last probably four and a half, five years of my life. Almost like the soundtrack to my life is what it feels like. But he said, these days, fame is disconnected from excellence. Commenting on the fact that so many of us are experiencing seeing people becoming famous for no reason, them never having become excellent at any particular craft. And then he goes on to say some other things about them not even being known for a particular profession. But listen, here's what I need all of you to do. Begin to challenge yourself in the area of excellence. If you ever want to host kings, you'd better be hosting them on a king's level of excellence. And there is a level of excellence that should be reached when hosting a king. You have to think about all of those things when desiring to do any of those things. And here's the good news one more time. You don't have to wait to do it. You don't have to have a thousand customers to be excellent. You don't have to have a million subscribers before you do a giveaway. You don't have to be at the destination in order to go the extra mile. This is a way of life that we're talking about. You will be set apart by an excellent spirit. People will, can notice that about you. 
Don't ever believe the lie that it doesn't matter. As a matter of fact, if you don't wait until you get to a particular point in order to enact that excellence, you'll find that the excellence will carry you to the exact place you want it to go. Go the extra mile this week, especially if you're dissatisfied with the company you're keeping, with the way your life has been going, the clientele you have, what you're willing or even able to charge in your business. And yes, a lot of this is going towards entrepreneurs and things like that. But again, this can be applied to anyone's life. You'll be surprised the people you can attract to your life if you're just a little bit more cleanly. For those of you who are dating and wanting quality relationships, don't ever let anybody tell you it doesn't matter how you show up to that date, how you show up in life, how you show up to a job interview. Excellence is required to reach certain peaks and places in life. It's not about you changing who you are to kiss someone's butt type of situation that a lot of people resist excellence for. Much of this is about just going the extra mile. And when people see your attitude and your willingness to go the extra mile in a particular area, it's going to make you a desirable partner, companion, employee, guest, host, whatever it is. They'll see that you go the extra mile and that's going to attract the particular person, oftentimes the right person. And so you need to go the extra mile in order to see certain things in your life. It will not go unnoticed. It does matter. Believe me. And if nothing else, if you start to go the extra mile, pursue excellence, start seeing it in your life, and there are those who do not value it, you'll learn to cut those people out of your life much quicker. And some of them will excuse themselves because they know they are not of that excellence themselves. And that's the type of cutting out that you want to see. So give it a try. Try excellence this week. One more time, if you haven't heard, I've got a new book called Wisdom for Days that is available right now to purchase at becomingallthatweare.com forward slash wisdom for days. If you don't go purchase this, you're going to miss out on a lot of wisdom and life keys that have been given to me over the years through my experience that can take you into a life that is full of fulfillment. If you would be willing to follow these principles and keys both in this book, you'd be surprised how much value it can add. It will add to both your life and the others around you. Trust me, this is not something you want to miss out on. Again, it's called Wisdom for Days. It's at becomingallthatweare.com forward slash wisdom for days. Go get the book now so that you can prosper and be in health even as your soul, your mind is prospering. Your vote of confidence means a lot to me. Share, share, share and share some more. This episode and others that have been helpful to you, etc. If you find something good, don't keep it to yourself and you'll be blessed double for your efforts. And I don't want to just make that sound magical. Here's what I'm saying. If you find something great, that's already your blessing. But you'll find that there's another blessing in sharing that with somebody else. Because when it blessed them, you'll be blessed again by your efforts, through your efforts. And just even how it makes you feel to have been the one to share something that blessed them. All right, so you don't want to keep it to yourself. Share this out as much as possible. As you know, it is always my desire that through these things that you will prosper. Reach out to me on social. Give me some feedback. And until next time.